0: the greatest artists again in my opinion the ones that last the longest actively fall in love with the struggle and they fall in love with that mountain that, that 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 way up right they pack the picnic and they get on the ski lift and they just they say we're doing it again there's some shit we're not gonna like there's some shit we're gonna hate there's some shit we're gonna love and all of it we're gonna do
1: right Hello and welcome to The Musician's Journey,
2: the only podcast where a globally touring musician and an executive career coach come together to reveal, explore, and celebrate the unique challenges and triumphs of artists.
1: To help inspire your own creative journey.
2: I'm Chelsea Sabo, executive career coach.
1: And I'm Jed Elliott, musician and songwriter.
2: This is The Musician's Journey. In this episode, we dig into creating and celebrating career milestones and overcoming obstacles that get in the way. You'll discover the importance of surrender and acceptance, why disappointment is the perfect catalyst for success, and how to own and love your mistakes.
1: Our guest today is no stranger to the portfolio career. His YouTube videos, music, and movies have built him a following of millions and millions of incredible fans. He is insanely talented. He is one of my favorite humans. On Earth, welcome to the show, Alex Iono. Hey, what's up? What's up? I was hoping you could give our listeners kind of the quick synopsis of how you went from uploading YouTube videos of yourself playing music at your parents' house to where you are now.
0: You know, I was raised in a family that loved music. My dad uh, plays piano, and has just always been a big comes from a big family of of singing together and. And having music be a huge thing that brings uh, brought him and his siblings together. So he kind of instilled that in me and my sisters, or my sisters and me. Uh, my mom's a huge music fan and, and was grew up going to concerts. Her first job was at the Hollywood Bowl in Los Angeles, an iconic venue. Uh, and, and, and that kind of was something that I just, I loved as well. I picked up on. My sisters are, are all brilliant and, and beautiful singers and, and musicians themselves. Um, I found so much liking to it that I decided to to take that risk and make it my my life's mission to to express myself through art and hopefully uh, inspire other people. Um, I uh, I started making YouTube videos when I when I moved to Los Angeles. Uh, at that same time, I had uh, I found my manager from the most cliche of cliches. I was performing on the Santa Monica Promenade. Uh, and through somebody who saw me, I was introduced to my my manager and still one of my my best friends and and my mentors in this industry, Billy Mann. Um, and 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 through that, we decided to to hit the ground running. I started making YouTube videos, and it was let's see, from my first YouTube video to 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 when I really started building a, a bigger audience, that was two years, uh, four years. I hit a million. Um, four years and two months, I hit 6 million. And so it kind of just, it, it, it's, uh, we'll talk about it a lot, but it's this long, long, slow, slow burn that if you get lucky, you'll have a moment of, of of rapid growth or what feels like rapid growth. And that can manifest in a bunch of different ways. For me, it was this YouTube subscriber count and social media following uh, building and building uh, to where I then got to, you know I was lucky enough to sign to a major record label ironically uh, the same record label that that uh, you and the boys were on for a bit Interscope. Um, major shout outs to them an incredible label an incredible company that 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 really focuses on uh, taking something that artists are great at and expanding that and sharing that with the world in a bigger way uh, and and then it kind of continued on through there to where we are today of of being an independent artist and and I've having taken some uh, some years now on on break from releasing music to to pursue my acting career uh, and now coming back to releasing music cuz you know uh, as I'm sure the same is for you Jed and 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 for for most artists out there the the root of all of the reason why we release music and write music and express ourselves is solely to to feel that 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 feeling of, of telling my story and saying how I feel and everybody does it in a different way. And, and for me, it's just music. And so I think I'm so happy to be here and talking to you guys. And and, and I remember the first time you sent me, um, well, very, even before that first time you told me about musician's journey, uh, I thought it was an incredible idea. And then you sent me the deck and I thought it was an even better idea. And then you sent me the website and I thought it was a brilliant idea. And now I'm sitting here being like, God, it just doesn't stop. It continues to grow.
1: Right. I mean, also, firstly, I didn't know that the performing on Santa Monica cliche actually had success stories. So that's that's great <laughs> to hear. There we go. Yeah. Me-,
0: Me and Andy Grammer. Andy Grammer is the, the the golden child of of the of the promenade <laughs> turned to you know to to hit record story and uh so much so shout out's the same guy that he built that with Ben singer as is the same person who who introduced me to Billy and so i think mm-hmm. that that's uh there are there are definitely you know sometimes these these clichés are so cliché that they seem untrue but uh but it really does you know you have everybody from from the pe- the Sean Mendezes who 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 performed in their bedroom and posted a Justin Bieber YouTube videos in their bedroom singing a cover and uh, and all the way to promenade singers, it, getting introduced to their managers and then becoming bedroom singers sure. and then beca- you know all of all of those paths. And so I think the funny thing about cliches is we talk about them so much that it feels like sometimes they're too good to be true, but uh, at the end of the day, they became cliches because they do happen.
1: As you've described, you kind of went from, I mean, it's still, it's still in real time is taking many interesting twists and turns for you, going from uh, music, to acting and i kind of wonder where does the identity for you as a human being as alex iono how does that develop as your story develops and your success develops and your connection with the audience as that grows
0: when I started writing music before there was any business aspect to it, you write music and I was writing music about my first song I ever wrote was about the girl I had a crush on in seventh grade. Right. And then you, you, if you write great music and not great in the subjective aspect of, I like the song, I don't like the song, but great music in the sense of I'm telling my story and I'm being true to my soul. You and that art, flow through life together. If you consistently write about your soul, it is telling your real story, that part, the identity. That is your identity, right? And then as I'm sure you've experienced with with the boys and yourself, the business aspect comes into it. And the business aspect then takes something that was once flowing together. And without anybody telling you or no heads up, they break apart. And they start flowing like this. And there's moments where they line up perfectly, right? You write that song that's just so true to you that the business side is like, yup. And then it turns it into the big thing. And so that hit record that happened to match is that, right? But I would argue that more often than not, you write that song and the label hears it and they go, oh, or your friends hear it and they go, oh, that's good. You should release that song. <laughs> you know. And the, and the song that they say you to release is the one that you wrote You were a little bored in the studio. Maybe you even got lazy a little bit. And so you wrote a lazier, more palatable melody or more palatable lyric. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's beautiful. It's art in itself as well. But when you are the writer and you are the artist, so often we mistake the business aspect, this route, for what is still matching this route. And what took me the longest time into finding my identity now, and it's something that I continue to search for as I have purple hair and I buy new clothes and and I'm in New York City and and I'm in this constant search for for my truest self, you have to realize that that identity, who you are, can never be a part of, of business. It can never be a part of the business aspect of things. The art itself has to be incredible. And it has to be perfect to nobody else but you. And that's your identity. And whether or not the business likes it, whether or not that's the one that takes off, whether, you know, I've had so many YouTube videos when I was making them that I was like, this is it, huge. This one, people are going to really see I'm (laughs) the greatest. Uh, Nobody watches it. I've had moments where I think to myself, God damn, I really just kind of half-assed this video and I put it out and I'm like, oh shit. Okay, great. You know, there's, it's so volatile uh this this business in a great way and in a not great way and and if you attach your identity and you attach your self worth and you attach how you perceive the world and yourself and yourself in the world through the lens of a volatile situation and of a volatile business you are only going to live a volatile life and it took a long time for me to realize that's not what i wanted and that's not how i viewed my life and that's not how i viewed my art and so i think that that's how you can you know, I I will talk a lot about it. And I love talking about it because I think, and so I love this musician's journey is this is stuff that I wish I would have heard because I spent a lot of nights crying and I spent a lot of nights feeling Mm. displaced. And, and, and I spent a lot of nights feeling like maybe I was wrong. And those feelings as a child of a dream, maybe they were wrong. And this, this, this musician's journey, this conversation, I hope, and all of the conversations that come out of this amazing idea that you guys have had can can be the sounding board and that warm blanket to cover up the 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 coldness of of what this business can be sometimes.
2: Alex, I, I wanna I just take you back because you, you said something so powerful and you're right, it takes people years to discover this. But the projects you release the music you release, the art you release, whether that fails or succeeds, doesn't determine the worth of your identity, doesn't determine mm-hmm. the way. And I, I just, I, I love that. And I think so many people confuse that, that if if they fail, like if this song fails, I fail. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you've gone through kind of the the cold nights of that. What would you do for somebody that has that illusion or disillusion right now that there's a cause and effect to that.
0: It's hard. What would I do for, uh, I don't know what I would do for someone who's going through something that I didn't know how to, to yeah. deal with when I dealt with it. Right. I, it's easy. I think it's always funny to me where somebody's like, oh, you just got to do this. And it's like, oh, yeah, really? You <laughs> just got to do that. You know, uh, you just got to believe. Oh, thank you. I didn't know yeah. that we were listening to we we're watching Braveheart right now, you know. I think it's just it's hard and it's and it's tough and and I don't know if I have any advice truly on 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 putting your feet down in the ground and getting after it. You just have to I guess you just have to trust people who have been there and have learned the lesson that they didn't do it right necessarily, but they know how to do it wrong. And I know how to do it wrong. I know how to that if you attach your, like you just said, your self value to the success or the failure, if something fails or something succeeds, you are that. You have to, I know that that's not how you do it. I don't know how to do it. I know how to not do it. And as I constantly search, if I find the answer or if I tell somebody what maybe to do and they do it and it works out well, I will be the first person to call you guys and be like, <laughs> I gotta get back on the podcast. I figured it out.
2: Uh, but I think that's enough. I think there's enough of, this is the lesson that doesn't define me. And I found myself and I've supported myself through that. Right.
0: I would also argue, yes, yes. And I would also argue that a big part of my journey, right, is, is that I did things wrong. And I found, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm a big fan of the, to know great joy, you have to know great sorrow and vice versa. And, 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 and mm-hmm. I love that I love where I am now. And I know that had I not been where I was, I wouldn't be where I am. And so I know that oftentimes I look back on things and I'm like, I, the could've's and the should ofs Right. But none of them really matter if I like where I'm at, if I don't like where I'm at, then maybe I could focus on the could's and should've so I don't do them again. But, but a lot of my journey, uh, I don't advise to, 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 attach the value of self to value of success and business but i do advise to constantly search and i constantly search even when i feel like i've got it all i constantly search because that's life you know it's again it, the business is volatile uh, uh jed I, I i jed's jed's wife Ginny. I, I get to i get to work with gins all the time luckily and we get to talk and and we talk about how you could be booking 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 and then There's a strike, and if you haven't if you haven't prepared yourself for the volatility, uh, and I use that word a lot because uh, one I recently just like looked it up again because I felt like I was using it incorrectly, (laughs) and not necessarily was I using it incorrectly, but I was only using it on the one side on the negative aspect. But volatile also is is going to take you into the positive aspect, and so I think that that's what you have to prepare yourself for, if nothing else, Uh, and and then the rest of it is going to be your journey, your true clear identity journey as much as jed we were on the same label for a bit and we both were kids from towns that probably the people around us would have never believed we could become what we've been able to become or accomplish what we've been lucky enough to accomplish and and we have dads who believed but still are blown away by the by the the magnitude in which we were able to express ourselves and make make a life out of it you know Even as similar as those stories are, we couldn't be more different Mm. if we tried, right? Everybody's journey is going to be different, and so I think while we talk about things to do and to not do, I think it's also important to remember that the not the things to not do are also the things that taught us to to what what we needed to do. You know?
1: Do you think as well, Alex? There's comfort in like finding comfort in the unknown, kind of finding comfort in that things are going to be volatile and once that is kind of accepted and foundationally you know that the art you're creating the feelings that that elicits for you um that really is the most important thing in your human existence right so do you think that there is people can find comfort in um the acceptance of that maybe even more so than what they can actively be doing Oof,
0: absolutely. I think not even pressing that further I believe not only should you get comfortable but you should get you should get used to it you should enjoy mm-hmm. it you should find what you like about it you know mm-hmm. especially once you find and again this is gonna be on the other end of things when 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 it's going well, I think the biggest issue that that I had was getting used to things going well and and what's lucky about my path specifically, I can't speak, I would maybe assume most people's paths who find success in art is that you, in a great way, get to forget it's a job. But in the less great ways, you forget it's a job. And you forget that a big part of life is working hard and being in tough situations that you're not necessarily preferring. And, and, and finding yourself in a lot of uncomfortable situations compared to what you would like to be in, right? Uh, Maybe I'm, when I was 18 years old, I just, I literally just came from lunch with a lady who, when I was 18 years old and I moved to New York and I had no money, she let me stay at her house and she, and, and I just had lunch with her now, very luckily getting, being able to buy her lunch when she had bought me so many lunches before. And, and, and that's not to gloat, but to. To remember that if you can get used to not only get comfortable in uncomfortable situations or comfortable with the struggle, but if you can actually love the struggle, find it. You know, Billy, I'll, I'll go back to him all the time. Billy Mann, uh, uh, my manager for a long time, one of my closest friends, one of my dearest friends, and also one of my life's, my career's mentors always said, Love the mountain, right? You mm-hmm. climb up the mountain. And then you get to skate down and the skate down is really, really fun. But if you can't fall in love with the way up, then you're really only going to be in love with the shortest part, right? Like if if I I, I snowboard and you take this ski lift up and that ski lift feels like you're on it for like 70 hours and then you're snowboarding and it's so much fun. But then you get to the bottom in about three minutes and then you got to go back up. And if you can't find a way to laugh and joke and find the comfort or the the enjoyment in that ski lift up, you're never going to have that. And in life, and especially I I think in life and I know in this career path, you have to love that way up because it's mostly just that. There's It's mostly just going up. It's not really – skating down and having fun and life is easy and everybody wants to hear your voice and everybody wants to see your art. It's a, most of it's trying to convince people to do that. I'm doing that right now, you know? And so there's a lot to unpack with that uh, in terms of getting comfortable. And I think if you can get comfortable, that's good. And if you can fall in love with it, then it's ideal.
2: Alex, let me have you go back a little bit because, you know, we talked about that three seconds, you know, down the hill to get there and it's over (laughs) and that's a success and that's the fun, but you, you dropped a little bit of a line where you said that it took you some time to get comfortable with what success is or being in success. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure there's lots of people on here that as they grow, they're going to value from some insight around that. Can you share more? I
0: think... I think about my
2: dad all the time. My dad always had this like,
0: this motto that he instilled in me, and it became my motto, which was stay humble, stay hungry. Mm-hmm. And that is in all moments, right? Humility uh, is a huge factor in steady growth, in my opinion. You know, I think that you need to, you all, no matter how big you are in in the eyes of anybody else you have to remain small in your own no matter how many sold out shows you've played no matter how many words of your from your handwriting people can sing you have to you have to stay small you know in in success you have to stay small uh there's so many there's so many quotes i think of when i think of that you know i think of act, you have to act like you've been there before and and a lot of people think that that means puffing your chest and being like yeah whatever but that to me is more so a sign that you've never been there before because you don't know that that's something so you're so damn lucky to be there that if you truly understood how lucky you were to have any success in this business any success at in any capacity if you are playing a show not if it's sold out, not if it's half sold out, not if you have to add a second show, not if any of those things, but if you are on stage getting to do what you love, you did it. That's it. That's it. This whole thing, the making it, the whole thing that we try and sell and they make shows about featuring The Weeknd and, and Lily Rose Depp, all of those things are, are, are wildly blown out of proportion. If you get to do it, you won. And that's how I view that. And I think that once you understood that, everything else is so damn lucky. And if you truly understood the luck aspect of that, you would never, ever have any form of ego to it because it's luck. Sure, you were ready, right? Your Luck is being prepared when an opportunity presents itself. But but it's luck. It still is the opportunity presenting itself. And how lucky are you that, a pre- that an opportunity presented itself and it was the one that you were ready for? Great. So I think a big part of, of, of while you're on the way up and knowing you're on the way up, a big part of continuing that way up is not getting too excited for the ride down that you, in the same snowboarding metaphor, hop off the ski lift too early, you fall down, you break your legs, you never even get to skate down in the first place, right? Yeah.
2: Well, and there's a beautiful insight there, where you're celebrating and you're at the top in appreciation and in awe, versus in ego. And it sounds like when somebody's not appreciating success, it's coming from a place of ego. And you've found this really nice spot of appreciation and acknowledgement.
1: Going back to your um your ski lift analogy, I like to think that when you're in when you're present for that ride up. I guess the analogy here is that we packed a lovely picnic to enjoy and look at the view on the way up before we got to the top and enjoy even more. And um, yeah, I, I love celebrating that within within my own band and um, just to celebrate all my, my friends and people I meet because I do think that if people are following um, that deep passion as you do, Alex, obviously as you do, Chelsea, and probably so many people that listen, I just think there's so much to be celebrated in, um we know their journey is gonna be turbulent somewhat. And knowing that there's that connection with everybody that chooses to pursue a career that is from such a passionate place, um, really that alone, whether regardless of whether or not I like somebody's music, I celebrate them as a human being so much. And beyond that, in all entertainment, honestly anything that you bring your your passion to and have that um just that sense of human connection, I just think is is so important. And um I wanted to lead on to that with authenticity, right? So you kind of talk about separating that self as a from a business standpoint. But a question for you would be: if you are in, you're in a business meeting, you're with, um, you're with Aaron Bay right? Who signed both of us? So- Shout, out, <laughs> Shout out to Aaron yeah, yeah. who signed us both to Interscope, I think, in the same year, um, and is now going on to do incredible things. Um, But let's say that you're with him and you guys are vibing you guys are growing out he's super excited for your career you're in a business meeting right what when you say about separating the business to your authentic self like what is it that you do you mean that in the sense of the really difficult things that are out of your control or do you mean it entirely because i feel like when you're connecting with those individuals um, that are on the business side of things, um, you're kind of giving entirely yourself. Like they're seeing your soul at that point. That's why they want to sign you. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think you brought up Aaron and, and that's, he's a great, you know, he's uh, again, left. Uh, we'll tell the story. I signed to Interscope, right? And the same same story as you, uh, Aaron has this way of of seeing what you are and hearing what you want to be and acknowledging all of the pieces that he feels coincide on both the personal journey and the business journey, right? Like the, the personal identity and your business identity. I thought that that was the most brilliant thing. I I remember sitting in the studio before I had signed and I started talking about a certain – I think it was a John Bellion lyric that I loved – and he fully knew exactly that lyric, and was like, "Yes, absolutely!" And finished my sentence, and it flowed together. And I thought to myself, "That's it. This is the guy." I signed my deal, give a big hug as he's hugging me. We're gonna take over the world. We're gonna do this. My family's there. I, w- I put on a <laughs> whole suit. It was all. People are on Facetime, and 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 it was just all of this beautiful, this incredible day. We get to meetings. Oh, yeah, this song, that song. I'm writing music. It's amazing. I'm in the studio with people who wrote the last four number one hits on on Billboard's Hot 100. Brilliant. Awesome. I'm getting on an airplane. I get a call from Aaron Bayshock. What's up, Aaron? Hey, I'm (laughs) leaving Interscope. Right. And in a much more uh, if you if you ever get the opportunity to talk to Aaron Bay Shuck, it's in a much more kind and friendly and fun way, because that's like you said, it, it it was this feeling that it almost felt like there was no business. I signed a contract, but we hadn't even done anything on the contract yet. We were just jamming. We we're in the studio. I'm meeting cool people. We're laughing. He's backstage at shows with me. We're having a great time. I'm meeting his now wife, all of these great things. Right. And you forget. And I think that that's one of my biggest issues and one of my biggest, uh, 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 I wouldn't call it a weakness, but one of my traits that has oftentimes become a double-edged sword, and I think you're the same oftentimes, uh, maybe you have a better grasp on the balance of it, Jed, is that you can, you're allowed to have fun every, every opportunity you have. Every business meeting can be a fun one. It can Every, every meeting, every person you meet, it can be fun if you decide for it to be fun, but you have to remember it's business. I was so sad when I found out Aaron laughed. I even probably felt some feelings of betrayal, of what the, you just, what about hugging me? We're going to do that. And I remember I had to be told that, you know, this is business. It's a part of the business. We're going to find somebody else who sees you the same way. And if they don't, then we will find somewhere else that somebody does see you the same way. And so that's another lesson again uh like like we talked about earlier Chelsea that I don't have the answer for that, you know, I don't have like the the cheat sheet for for what to do because I don't think and I think uh uh Jed you you again I think you have a better balance on these things. Um but you can't also just be all business because a, a large part of why people can appreciate you in your art and in the business is that they see who you are. And if all you are is business, those people get snuffed out real quick. I, I snuff I, at least for me. I'll snuff out if I see it's just a business thing. Then I'll use it when I need business too. But I, you're not coming to my birthday party where all my other friends are that you could meet and potentially work with or whatever. Like that. That you have to have balance in those things. And so I think that's something I'm still working on. You know, it's something I'm still trying to figure out myself. And, and it's a part of my journey that uh, that I that I figure out the balance. I think I do a better job than I did yesterday, and I definitely do a better job than I did when I signed that deal to Interscope. But you are constantly, uh, you know, I'm I'm constantly working. I'm constantly trying to evolve to to be the best artist and also be the best person I can be.
2: Well, Alex, I do think that though you don't have the the playbook, which nobody really has, you sharing and your vulnerability is just normalizing it for when other people go through it. That it's normal to feel frustrated or betrayed or whatever in those situations, and then reminding yourself of of that split. So, thanks for sharing.
0: Absolutely, that. and I think that's like like that's what I love about this whole thing, right? This the musician's journey, and what you said is exactly it is. Is I don't think anybody, you know, not only Adam's coming on here telling you, hey, here's how you become the guitarist for for a, an amazingly huge successful rock band. No, we're saying this is what happened with me. So if you're going through it and you feel like, fuck, am I doing something wrong? Because I feel like nobody else I know is doing this. This is where you can find that, and you can feel that sense of, okay, cool. All right, all right, all right. I'm not I'm not off the path. Or if I am off the path, so was this person, yeah. and they found their way. So even if I'm off the path, I just got to keep pushing forward and try and find my way to the path. And so, I, I, again, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't be more happy that I get to be here and, and share my story, and hopefully somebody else gets to hear that and feel a little bit less – Lonely. Right. I
1: know. I mean, I know we're here talking about your journey today, but I just wanted to expand upon what you said there because that's a big part of um, why, as well as my own self exploration and getting coaching from Chelsea myself at first when I wanted to look inwards and build these foundational elements. Um, what was so interesting is I would have chats with other artists like you, and um, what you think is your most insane industry story someone else always has something like weirder and wilder and like you hear theirs and you're like, Oh my God, like that sucks. They're listening to yours and being like, dude, that's horrendous. Like what on earth? And then there is, um, I've really found that comfort in it. Like I found, especially as an English musician, I don't, I found it less so in the States, but in the UK, um, bands backstage, it becomes a little bit, I found it becomes a little bit, um, territorial, but people don't really hang out a ton, maybe more so than other festivals. I don't know whether that's just us being um us being English. But as soon as the floor is opened up and you get all of those people chatting about the same trials and tribulations in the music industry, you realize how much like, wow, we are really doing this wild thing together, right? <laughs> and I mean our store our, our um, Aaron Baychok Interscope story. Is exactly the same. We got the same phone call within probably 48 hours of your one. Yeah. And, and we're still and we still and we're still going and we still love it's, it, right?
0: And you find again, you find your way, you know. And and everybody, like you said, everybody's got a story. And in some ways it might be scarier or grosser or cringier or whatever, but they're all true. <laughs> they're all real and they all made us they all made each of us question the same thing maybe in a different way, but they all made us question, is this right? Am I, am I on the right path? Did I do something wrong? What could I have done wrong? This doesn't feel like what they said it was going to be like, this doesn't feel like, like Jay-Z's book said it was going to be. And it doesn't feel like the Justin Bieber uh, documentary because he didn't have his A&R who signed him, call him and tell him it's not, you know, And oftentimes when we do tell those stories, at least maybe before this newest era of of discussing personal matters and and, and, and mental health and and being able to open up and talk to each other before that, nobody even wanted to tell these stories because they're not fun and they're not sexy. They're not glamorous. It's not fun to be a a 21-year-old guy crying on an airplane because you feel like that deal you signed, that you were lucky was keeping you there for a long time so they couldn't get rid of you and you're good and now you're sad because the whole reason you went there and chose that place and and no disrespect to the rest of the guys at Interscope Mm -hmm. but but you're crying and you're feeling like oh they didn't talk about this part on that documentary that I that I modeled my whole career after so I'm now failing you know uh, now, luckily, we have these platforms, and you guys are building an incredible one in which artists can go. and It's not telling a story to outdo the next artist, like you said, because sometimes it can get that territorial ego. Who you know, um, you know, uh, uh, like who's had it harder and who ate, who struggled more to be where they are. Now we can open up and be like, oh man, I can't believe you went through that. I went through something too. And, and, and it's beautiful now because people get to hear and, and there's gonna be a struggle I haven't gone through yet that I'm mm. going to go through. And I'm gonna rely on moments like this from another artist. I might listen to this podcast that you do with another guest and be like, oh fuck, okay, cool. That's what mm. they did. Okay, we're good, we're good, we're good. You know. And, and so I, I love that we have an opportunity to share these things, like you said.
1: No, thank you, brother. This is gonna be a regular feature. Of the podcast. And for anybody listening, watching, this is this is our very first episode. And I thought having Alex on, I mean, you've heard him talk for the last 45 minutes. This dude is just a, a champion and is really um, always incredibly generous with his time and his thoughts and for giving back to a community that has given so much to him. So appreciate you, bud. And we want to do oh. part of our regular feature, which is your well being rider. Okay. So, what one item, tool, or practice can you absolutely not go without in your life as a musician?
0: It's got to, it's it very easily hands down my community, mm. like my own personal community, right? When I started, it was just, I had, I had a community of five it was mom, dad, Taylor, Sydney, Hallie, right? Was, those were the people I learned how to play the piano with. I learned how to play the ukulele and the guitar and the bass and the drums. And, and they're the ones who had to sit through me waking up at 6 a.m. on a Saturday morning because I've always been an early riser and just banging on the piano. And 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 those people are the same people who I turned to on that flight. I know we keep going back to that. or. When I when I parted ways with Interscope and 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 got dropped and 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 those are the same people I I called when I when I got signed right those are the people that as I as we had a live ticker on my TV screen ticking from nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine to a million on YouTube in subscriber count those are and 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 luckily for me now that's grown into. That circle of friends and and the the group chat that I just got added to a couple weeks ago that's just full of madness and laughter and love, but also safety and 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 an opportunity and an invitation to be felt and an invitation to be understood. It's grown into close friends that I've met along this this journey. It's grown into Billy Mann. It's grown into Liz Baylog. It's grown into to Ron Starr. It's grown into all of these people who. Whether I'm up, whether I'm down, whether I'm anywhere in between, I can call. None of this is is possible because like, you know, and like we talk about here, it's lonely. It's so lonely. You know, they say it's lonely at the top. It's lonely all the time. If you especially, I I can't speak to if you're in a band, maybe you have a little bit more of a sense of that that group, uh, which doesn't make it better or worse. It just makes it a little different. But at the end of the day, when you go to bed and you have a dream, and that dream is something that you had as a kid, and that's the thing you're still chasing. And it feels like everybody else is doing the things they thought they were going to do. And maybe it feels like to you, you're not doing what you're going to do. For me specifically, that, that, that well-being writer for me is, is always going to be my, my people. And and at the end of the day, it'll definitely always be my, my five. That's turned into six. When my sister got married, mm-hmm. turned into seven when she had her first kid and is currently at eight. Now she has a second
1: one, right? Oh, that's beautiful, man.
2: I mean, there's so many awesome, really good tidbits that, that you shared with us from, you know, going back just to the idea of your work doesn't determine your worth. I think that was so powerful you took us through enjoying the entire mountain and, and the up part is gonna take longer than that quick success. And even for those that you know are, are all about the success, sometimes that could be hard for us and that you're sharing that appreciation is really a tool to bring you through. I would just say, when it comes to success in general, We have all these different relationships with it, but what is like the biggest learning that not, maybe not everybody, every artist knows, but what is the one tidbit for you around success that you are just like, this is, this is, this is the biggest learning I've had.
0: I think for me, and this is the thing that I'm currently, as I embark on releasing more music again, and luckily I have a new perspective on it. and, And this is something, this is just an open thought. Maybe you guys have thoughts that can help me right now. Uh, they always talk about how success isn't, you know, uh, just, it's not just like straight up, you know, it's not a hockey stick, right? Mm -hmm. It's, It's up and down and up and down. And that's what makes these mountains that we talk about, right? And you love the mountain when you're going up the first time, because even when you're struggling for the first time, you're still just doing it for the first time. And you write it down because you're like, oh, yeah, I don't have to work today. I can just watch Netflix all day and tomorrow and the next day because I'm between cycles and I've released the music and the fans loved it. And I just got off tour and now I get to rest. I think the biggest thing right now is is doing those things again. And the greatest artists, again, in my opinion, the ones that last the longest, actively fall in love with the struggle. And they fall in love with that mountain that 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 way up, right they pack the picnic and they get on the ski lift, and they just they say, "We're doing it again, there's some shit we're not gonna like, there's some shit we're gonna hate, there's some shit we're gonna love, and all of it we're gonna do right I think for me, there's so many pieces of that that I know and I prepared for, but as life does and as the journey does, there's new things you know I think one of the biggest things I recently got over was um was people acknowledging the last successes, right? Mm. Oh, I used to watch your videos all the time. Man, I wish you were still doing those videos. Or oh, when are you going to start? You know, and 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 it, for the longest time, it, it really bothered me. You mm. know, and 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 uh, Jed, I don't know if you and the boys have felt the same way between cycles, and especially when you have a big success, right? A huge success, and this is going to be a woe is me. And it's not really a "what was me," and I'm, I consciously try and make it not one. But the backside of a great success is that you have to, in this business, try to beat it. And sometimes you—it's so big and so unreal and so unimaginable, and maybe times have changed that the magnitude in that moment for that platform of that thing, right? It's not necessarily possible again you know and not as many people do covers on youtube again so so i can't go back and do the thing i was good at and it's still good right you can't be and not in comparison but just for the analogy you can't be michael jordan and retire and then unretire and still be the goat right even if it's not as much it's still, you're the goat because you're there and you're actively going and sometimes people are not going to, you know, I, and I don't blame people for saying that because that's their true feeling. They did watch me and they did love it. And it took me a long time to realize that, that that's the beauty. Uh, that's the residual beauty of, of a great moment is that it gets talked about. And you have to remember to to shift your mindset as you continue to grow to appreciate that, you know, uh, when you have the big song and you play your gigs over and over again. And Jed, I'm sure you guys have had this before and people are like, no, play that, play that song. We loved that one. And you're like, hey, fucker, I'm trying to release this new music and promote this. Like, let me play this song. It, it happens. And and you have to fall in love. You don't just get to fall in love with the pieces, or you, I guess you can, but if you want to really love this journey and find this journey and, and have the success along the way and have the most happiness throughout it, you have you can't just love the parts you like to love even the hard part, even when it's hard things like working out, right? Like I hate warming up, hate warming up from a workout. I want to just get straight into it. I don't get to just love the hard parts of the workout that I like. I have to learn to love all of them. And that's the way that you get into the gym and you have a great Mm -hmm. workout nonetheless, and you figure out ways to love it. And I I think the journey is the same. And there's always, for me right now, nervous about releasing new music. It's been a while since people have heard what I've, I've, I've put out, it's been a while since my heart has been opened. The last one I did, my album was like, I thought I couldn't have cut my heart open wider and spread it out. And then this one, I cut it a little bit deeper in my opinion in some ways and opened it up even more. And the cuts that were already there are still there. And it's scary because art is, is uh, you know, it's, it's your heart. If, you're, if, if you really care about it, objectively, if it's great, it is your heart, you know, and it's, and it's your truth um and then the subjective part is up to everybody else but but that part is always going to be scary right so uh, yeah i guess i guess that's that's where i'm at right now in terms of the journey and that and the, the mountain and, and and dealing with that myself yeah. and it never ends right like i'm not coming from i'm not coming from a place of like hey everybody i made it to the end it's it's coming from a place of like hey i'm still doing it so i'm at level two or level three or level four. So I can't really speak to anybody who's dealing with five, six, seven, or eight, but if you were going through one, two, three, and four, here's what I did. You know.
2: Well, and Alex, one of the words that you keep using that I think is so powerful is cycle. You know, when we talk about a mountain and it's up and down, up and down, there's still like an up, 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 but a cycle is like the cycle of this project. And every time we restart a new cycle, we are asked to be vulnerable and in your words, cut our heart open and put it out there. But it's always, it's just a continuation. And it sounds like one of the keys that you use to, to really grow and, and be successful and anchor in success is just getting comfort comfortable with the cycle. And it sounds like you've, you've done that in, in good and powerful and I think in inspiring ways.
1: A final section that we would love to do and would love to get from you is called leave something behind in the green room and so we want you you don't know who the next guest is but we want you to leave behind a question for them when they come in the next night to the green room they can then uh they can answer your question
0: all right well okay then i I guess i would base it off of what we just talked about with with being present in this moment Uh, and I would just, I I guess my question will be what I'm leaving behind is what is one thing that you do in the best or in the worst moments of, of the journey to be present?
1: Mm. Love. Well, it has been such a pleasure, my friend, uh, to have you on here today. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, your, your time, your, your brilliance with us today, Alex. I appreciate you very much. Thank you for being here with us both. And, um, We'll catch up soon. I also feel like this could be part one of many because the amount of conversations we have, was, right? And the uh we we skimmed the surface on some stuff, and I know I could see Chelsea lighting up, being like, oh, there's so much more we can go down here. There's so many avenues to explore. So um thank you for that little slice we got today. And um just appreciate you, mate. And 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 quickly before we run, is There anything else that you want to tell your fans about because we talk about this giant following and they are eagerly awaiting as far as music goes I mean you're killing it with the uh with your releases and your acting as well and I think people would love to hear what you've got going on musically too
0: Oh man. Uh, uh, first, firstly, thank you guys for having me. I agree. We should, I don't know if we need to say like part one of <laughs> blank, but let's definitely call this just part one. I, I would, I would be honored to always come in and, and talk to the both of you. I, I really loved our conversation today. Uh, with regards to, to, to what I can tell the fans, you know, I, I was just talking to my distribution company I'm working with uh, a couple of days ago and we talked about, Oh, well, how do we, re- how do we announce that? I'm back. How do we announce that? And I was like, I don't know if I have to, you know, like I I think there's a level of self-importance that has to be involved to be like, I know you've been waiting. (laughs) I know that. But, uh, you know, I I appreciate anybody who's listening to this and is excited for, for more art to come. And and I guess I'm excited to just, to just, I don't know, big part of it to me that I've come to realize this, this most recent, um, uh, uh, realization period for me was, was that I just like releasing music. Mm. And I, and for so long, I, I, I got so used to, again, attaching, coming back to our beginning conversation, attaching, oh, well, what if it doesn't do, what if it doesn't do well? What if, what if it only gets this many streams and everybody's going to think I'm a failure because it only got this many streams. And I forgot exactly what this conversation today was, you know? And so uh, I'm so happy right now that, that I get to do what I love to do, which is not, get streams it's not to build followers or get the most likes or or whatever i I just like telling my story and, and and showing that to anybody who wants to listen so if you're listening to this and you do want to listen thank you and uh it'll be out soon
1: thank you so much alex iono you are a star mate appreciate you would you like to receive weekly tips to better navigate your life and career Join the band where we send you one book recommendation, one action to take one new song suggestion and one development story to inspire. Sign up at themusiciansjourney.net. This podcast is designed to provide insights and information on personal issues facing musicians. We are not healthcare professionals. Information provided is not a substitute for professional healthcare advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions regarding a medical condition.